9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. Happy New Year, everyone. This is Spark and Monger Review saying, hope you have a great New Year. Hope it's amazing and warning. This delicious first podcast of 2018 is going to contain adult language, mature situations, motivated main characters with exceptional culinary skills, inspirational recipes that please the palate, absurdly harsh requirements for enrolling in an academy, the Elite 10, and food competitions. Listener discretion is advised. Episode 244, Tournament Arc Involving Food, Where Do I Sign Up? Happy New Year, everyone. This is your host, Zan, for the Spark and Manga Review, saying konnichiwa, aloha, bonjourno, what's up? Yes, we are back for another fun-filled episode and a great beginning for this new year, 2018. Now, if you're joining us for the first time, welcome. Spark and is a podcast that provides informative reviews about connectly enhanced narratives. Every episode... I and my potential co-hosts, if we have them on here, will talk about one to two pop culture items. It could be a movie, could be a video game, could be a manga, could be a graphic novel, could be a TV show, board game, whatever. And we tell you the pros and cons about it. We tell you if it's worth investing your time in or if you should avoid it like the plague. Now, you don't have to agree with anything that I or my co-hosts say, but we try to be as informative, entertaining, and as impartial as possible. Even though sometimes, you know, bias does come in, especially if it's a really awesome manga or a really terrible manga. You can check out any of our earlier episodes at www.spyrokin.com. You can email me at zan at spyrokin.com. That's X-A-N, not Z-A-N. We are on Facebook, Twitter, Tumblr, Stitcher, iTunes, Player FM, and all those other lovely social media sites. And we're also on the PSN network and the Switch network. Just look for SPRAK and Spyrokin. We will come up somehow, some way. Or you can check out the show notes for direct links. Now, one more thing before I forget. As I stated in the last episode of the Spyrokin Manga Review, episode 244, we're changing our format this year a little bit. We used to release it once a week on Wednesday. Then we updated to two a week, two times a week. It'd usually be Tuesday or Thursday, but it would change according to the holidays. Now... Because we are so close to episode 300, which we are going to hit one way or another on March 15th, our 10-year anniversary. What we're going to be doing is we're releasing not one, not two, not five, but three episodes a 
week. So Monday, Wednesday, Friday, we're going to have a new episode for you guys. That means more content, more information, and we're going to have, instead of a question of the week, we're going to have a question of the day. And we've got some doozies set up, depending on the series, if that one, that only the Wheel of Manga dictates unto us. The series are awesome. I've written a couple of for different series, so we're going to see what happens. But I digress. If you remember from the last episode, I spun that one that only the Wheel of Manga dictated to be there reviewing a manga. That actually is pretty awesome and a good way to open up this year. It's a manga which is written by Sukuda Yuto and Shun Saiki. It's written in 2012, it's still coming out. It was released by Shuisha, but released in the U.S. by Viz. There are 28 volumes, it's still coming out. And this is a comedy, drama, etchy, school life, food manga that's a shonen series that is in Shonen Jump. And what is this series that I'm talking about that's got me so excited and so hungry? I am talking about Shokugeki no Somo, or as we know it in the U.S., Food Wars. Now, if you've never read or heard of this manga, I feel sorry for you because it is amazing and wonderful and terrible at all at the same time. It's one of these series which it makes you hungry, makes you feel awesome, and also makes you feel kind of dirty. Now you're probably wondering, what do I mean by being dirty? Well, this is borderline food porn. Especially because of the fact that Shun Seki used to draw porn, and now he's drawing this series. So he does add a little bit of that porniness to it. And what is Food Wars about? Well... Food Wars is the story of Yukihara Soma. He is our main character, and he is the son of Joichiro Yukihara, the proud and amazing owner of Restaurant Yukihara. Now, what is so special about this Restaurant Yukihara? Well, in its local arcade, it is known as being amazing. People come around the corner, around the city, just to go to this place to taste the amazing food that was made by Jochiro Yukahara and his son. And the thing is that his son is constantly trying to one-up his dad because his dad is an amazing cook and he wants to be an amazing cook. But he has failed miserably over 488 times. And when the first volume starts, he is going for challenge number 489. And what he's going to do is they're going to make fried rice. And him and his dad go, they make it, they give it to his friend, and let's be honest, his dad beats the shit out of him. He just, The food is amazing and wonderful. And when they taste the food, they feel like they're in paradise and they're having an amazing moment. And since he's depressed, he gives one of his experimental concoctions to the judge, who, what the experimental food is, is peanut butter covered dried squid which is disgusting and sh as she says it feels like she's being violated and you see tentacles wrapped in peanut butter that's touching her in a very inappropriate way it's pretty gross but it's kind of titillating in a really sick sort of way but as they're competing this lady comes in and she says that she wants to buy the restaurant from them so she can knock it down and make a super building and soma says there's no way we're leaving we are too good at what we do the only way that we would ever leave is if i made a dish that was not satisfactory for the customer and then we would close enough we could not satisfy any of our customers demands so the next day, his dad says, listen, son, I need to go out for a minute. I have a meeting. So you just don't open up the shop. Everything's going to be all good. 
He's like, okay, I'm coming home from school. He comes home from school, and the shop has been vandalized. Someone broke in, threw out all the food. They covered the sign with paint, and he's like, what the hell's going on? And that lady, who I told you about earlier, the woman in charge of buying the restaurant, comes and says, oh, it's a shame this happened to this dirty, poor restaurant. There's nothing you can do. Well, you know what? I was walking through the area, and I figured out that I'm in the mood for some meat. Could you make me a meat dish? And remember what I said that they just threw out all the meat? Everything is spoiled? Well, he's had some food on him because he's had food for breakfast. I was like, yeah, I can make food. No problem. Order up, which is his signature line. And she's like, wait, what do you mean? I said, it's got to have meat in the dish or else I will not eat it and I will not. And then you'll have to close your restaurant. He's like, fine, no problem. He cooks. And he cooks this giant roast pork. And it smells delicious. It looks delicious. He's like, here's my dish. I call it roast pork. Just kidding. Like, wait, what? Turns out what he did is he took a bunch of potatoes, mashed them up, made them into the mold of a pork loin, and then wrapped it up in bacon. So it's potatoes wrapped in bacon. And it smells delicious, divine. And she's like, this isn't pork, it's fake. He's like, no, listen, taste it, and if you like it, you'll prove I'm right, and you'll leave us alone. She bites it. And suddenly, her clothes burst off in a flavor of amazingness. Yes. It's like literally like she's having an orgasm while she eats this amazing roast pork that's just bacon wrapped in wrapping potatoes. And she's so like, oh my god, I have to have more, I have more, more. He's like, well, if you say you're not going to take a restaurant, I'll give you some more. Because he takes the dish away. He's like, fine, fine, fine. You win, you win. I'll just eat the food. Please, please, please. And she ends up going crazy, eating the store. He has saved the store. All is going to be well. And we're going to see where this manga goes, right? Wrong. As he's cleaning the restaurant up, his dad shows up and says, Hey, son, uh, listen, I'm closing the shop for a while. I need to go on a business vacation. And I want you to go to a new school. He's like, wait, what? So he's essentially throwing his son out of their restaurant. They're closing it down because that's their home. Closing it down, he's going to send Soma to a new home, a new school that he could go to because he just graduated middle school. He's going to stay at this school, and he's going to learn how to become a much better chef, one who could even surpass his father. Soma's like, this is going to be stupid. It's going to be just a school where you have an old man teaching you how to cook the basics, and I know the basics. I've been cooking since I was three years old, and that's not the case at all. The school he has been accepted to, well, not yet, but he is going to attempt to be accepted into, is the Totsuki Culinary Academy. A school so competitive, so prestigious, has some of the greatest chefs in the world came from this school. And their graduation rate out of 1,000 students is 86. So it's got a severely high fail rate and a severely high expiration rate. They will expel you for the stupidest things. And there are people who beg and plead, even when they get expelled, to be let back in. And they won't. It's very tough and very competitive. And Soma is determined to become the top student in this school. First, when he gets there, he is forced to compete in a small, make a dish that will make the judge mouth water and who is this judge a girl by the name of arena nakira and arena nakiri is the granddaughter of the director of the school and she is someone who's known for having an amazing palate and she's an expert at cooking and she looks down at soma immediately because she thinks he is a no talent no rate from a small poor family because it's a very expensive school 
And Soma is from a working family. His dad owns a shop and he works in the shop. And these other people, they went to culinary school, culinary academy, and he's just a regular kid. And she says, fine, I want you to make something for me with egg in it. And Soma goes and he makes a weird concoction that he calls a transforming for Akaki Gohan. It is rice with egg in it that the eggs are cubes and it soaks the food up and it tastes amazing. And Arena really enjoys it, but she does not want to give the satisfaction to Soma. So she says, this is terrible. You fail. Meanwhile, her grandfather finds out. He tastes it and he passes Soma. So Soma is the only person who's been accepted into this academy for their 92nd generation. I mean, there's some people who've been there longer because they've been there as kids or so on but Soma's the only one in that group who was accepted he's like almost a scholarship student and he goes there he's accepted and he tells everybody I am going to be the best that I can be I'm going to be the king in the school the one who makes the best food and who is going to be number one in the top 10 the elite 10 of the school and most of the students are like what the hell is this guy on we're going to kick your ass you're doing horrible and he is now in this school which is super competitive and he is going to rise up to the top but he can't do this alone. He makes friends in his class, including this one girl whose name is Megumi Todokoro. This very shy girl looks very similar to Nadoka from Nagima, and she's just as shy. But she's a really good cook because she's from a restaurant up north, and she talks in a very, not hillbilly, but a very reserved accent, and her food has a taste of hospitality to it. And he is so good, they end up making a beef bouillon that is amazing, that makes a smile on the professor who is unable to smile. He's like, he's a professor who never smiles, but oh my god, he smiled when he tasted their dish. And he says, I w- I'm giving you an A, but I wish I could give you more of an A because it's so good. And this manga goes into what are called the actual shokugekis. Because in the school, you're able to compete with other students and other faculty and members of the Elite Ten in Food Wars. Shokugeki, you make a bet of something that is equal to. So if someone has a seat in the the Elite Ten, they can bet that against something that you offer. So you can say, I'm going to quit unless you let me do the Shokugeki. I'm going to challenge you for your seat, and if I lose, I'll quit, or I'll lose my seat, or I'll quit this club, or whatever. And that's how the series goes. Instead of a tournament arc, you have cooking arcs. And it's a very cool manga. There are so many other side characters, including the psychopaths who live in his dorm, which is the Polar Star Dormitory. That is the only dormitory in this academy and is the one filled with a bunch of nut jobs and rejects, including one guy who just smells like smoke because he's smoking stuff in his room. No, no, I mean smoking pot. I mean, he's actually smoking meats in his room. He's making smoked meat. You have one guy who is the seventh seat in the Elite Ten, who he... If he's not in class, he's generally just wearing an apron and a fujoshi. Pretty much he's wearing just a diaper and the apron and he's naked half the time. Most people look at him like he's a real nut job. There's one person who's a drunk. You have another person who is uh, very unusual. You have Megumi. You have the very angry dorm lady who's just an old woman who just says, you have to make me a dish that will make me amazing or else I'm going to not let you into the dorm. And he ends up making this hamburger, which is actually made of mackerel, which sounds disgusting, but it's actually really, really good. 
And from there, it just goes even more bizarre and crazy because eventually you're introduced to these other characters, including my personal favorite character, Ikuni Mito, a.k.a. Nikumi, who is the meat mistress, the woman who is amazing with meats. She knows everything about meats, and her lips are able to tell temperatures that are perfect, which is really weird. She's also dark-skinned, which I find kind of offensive, but whatever. And she uses A5 meats, which are like Wagyu level and beyond that. And he ends up challenging her to a Katsudan uh, challenge, which means they have to both make uh, pretty much beef bowls. And whoever makes the better one leaves the school or ends up becoming the captain of the beef bowl club. And who wins? I can't tell you. But it gets even more crazy when you have other characters involved. You have a training session in a hotel where they end up becoming waitstaff. And they have to make food which doesn't make any sense. Which is good and bad and terrible. And then you have food which is just like all over the place. From omelets to risotto to karagi rolls to just steak in general, noodles gyoza even this one thing which i was like why would you make that it was a mince meat katsu and the, of course the grilled squid tentacle dressed in peanut butter and all these food is so delicious looking and it looks so good and you really want to just eat it all and the series is well paced it doesn't have that typical oh we're gonna just stay at this one spot and then we're going to be done. No, it actually clips really well. It's engaging. It's intriguing. Also, you have all the characters who have different backgrounds and all different motivations. You end up rooting for so many of them. Also, you have Soma's actual rival who is a twin brother with this. They're Italian brothers. And they're twins and one's fat, one's thin. And they both work for a restaurant as well. And it's just It's interesting how you have these different characters all with different styles of cooking. It's really compelling. It's not like... Um, I forgot the name of the manga right now. We reviewed it and it was about... Oh, Yakitake Japan. Like Yakitake Japan where they all were people who made bread and that was it. No, all of these characters have different specialties and it works to benefit and to flesh out this story. It does make it like a really good meal. You have all the parts that come together to spice it up you have the main dish which is soma and his technique you have arena and her technique megumi and her technique takeda and his technique and all these other characters just spicing it up and making it more mouth-watering more amazing even though some of the images of the sexy scenes are like this makes no sense no one should be getting off on something like this no one should be having an orgasm eating this food. It's very similar to Drops of God, where when they were drinking the wine, they would be sent somewhere else. And it's a very typical technique used in food manga, where they do that, where you, the food's so good it transports you to another world. This one just takes a more pervy method of it. It's not as elegant as Drops of God. It's more sexual and more, I want to say kinky. But I really do enjoy this manga and i really did love it and also the interesting thing with this is i actually read the first six volumes of this manga the english ones in japan when i was at the international manga museum in kyoto i loved it i just i was reading i was like this is amazing this is great i felt really awkward reading it but it was a lot of fun also it made me want to try to cook half of these dishes there are so many good ones 
And since we do have a YouTube channel, I was wondering, and this is actually going to be the question of the day. If I was going to make a Food Wars recipe, which one should I film for YouTube and actually show? Which one should I make? Or which recipe would you want me to, to eat? I mean, personally, I am leaning towards either the Chaliapin Steak Don, the Sumire Karagi Roll, maybe the Apple Risotto. Maybe I'm not too fond of that. The Beef Stew or... Or uh, the charcoal grilled venison round steak with chestnuts. Which one do you think I should cook? Let me know in the show notes down below or email me zanspirekin.com. And since I've said all of that, I did say the negative was it's a little bit too pervy. The rest of it is amazing and engaging, and I do love it. It's a lot of fun to read. I'm surprised this is a shonen. It should be a senin, but whatever. And... Well, let me give you my rating. I'm going to have to give this a bar from a friend and don't return it unless offered. I usually say Pocky, but this time some really good food because this is delicious. It makes you want to eat the pages. That's how good it looks. So, yeah. So, bar from a friend and don't return because it was really good. It was amazing. It just didn't go over the precipice. I think that the hentai style just took away from it just a little bit because otherwise it would have been perfect. I just, because I've seen series where they have the hentai style or the etchy style and it fits and works well and it is worth uh, really, really, really fucking cool. This is just really an amazing series and it's a lot of fun, but just takes away just a little bit. And I have to admit, there are a couple chapters that do drag, but it's not a snail's pace. It's fine and it's dealable. So that's why I'm going to give this a bar from a friend of Don't Return Unless Offered Pocky. It is that good. And I highly recommend if you read it. If you think I was a little too judgmental on the series, let me know. Zanspirekin.com. Now, with that in mind, uh, let's get ready because we've got a lot of manga to do this year and not a lot of time. So let's get to that part you've all been waiting for. And what am I talking about? I'm talking about that one. That only. The First Wheel of Manga Spin of the Year. Now, for those of you who are joining us for the first time, the Wheel of Manga is a Wheel of Fortune with 10 slots on it. It was made to us by a very loving fan. And we're going to do we're going to spin that one, that only the Wheel of Manga. And whenever a number lands on, that's reviewing the next episode of the Spirekin Manga Review, episode 245. And we've got some great titles to open up this year. Including the new card capture Sakura manga because that looks really, really cool. So let us spin and see what we're going to review in the next episode. Ten. Number ten. So in the next episode of the Spark and Manga Review, we are going to be reviewing. A manga about not having magical powers in a world where everyone has magical powers. And what am I talking about? I'm talking about Black Clover. Which is actually supposedly really good and the anime is now the big hotness right now. Lots of people are cosplaying, is it? Yay. Yay? So yeah, so I guess that's it. Uh, I will catch you guys next time. And as usual, 
Thank you for listening. Stick around. We have almost 50. We're almost at 50. When we're 50 away, life will be a lot easier, won't it? Yes. So, catch you guys next time. See you later.